0: Here are your hosts, Chase Palm And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV.
2: That was Ben Metz, Barstool Sports. Thanks for his time. It's 10 nothing Bills.
3: Kind of nominated
2: it so far. I mean, second Got a quarter yet? Yeah, they're in second quarter. Second quarter.
3: About midway through, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, 8.48 to go second quarter. <laughs> Stafford threw a pick. Bills scored on their first possession. L.A.'s had a kind of a hard time moving the football. They have uh, been kind of conservative early in series. What point of the game does Jackson Dart come in on Saturday?
2: Um, I think fairly early. Just a gut feeling. Third quarter. Maybe even before that.
4: Oh, first half. It's kind of my just a.
2: I mean, I've got a theory, and I could be way off, and so I hate to even express it because it's based on absolutely nothing other than just sort of gut feeling. That's it. I think he wants Dart to be his quarterback. And I think based on what he said on Monday, he basically got out of Jackson what he wanted to see. Oh. Oh. And if you watch Pete's, and we haven't had a chance to watch it yet, if you watch Pete's pigskin preview, um, we break down the, the pick. And it wasn't a great play by Jackson by any stretch of the imagination. It was a mistake, but it wasn't completely his fault. It was, At the end of the day, it was his fault. It was a bad throw. So
3: what do you feel like was not?
2: I don't think Trigg got a great release, and I don't think Trigg really ran the correct route exactly the way it was supposed to be run. Now, Jackson locked in on him. But I think Trigg was supposed to make a different adjustment than he made. Okay. His first game. Look, he threw one pick. Threw 27 passes through one pick. How do
3: you think running back carries are split on Saturday?
2: (sighs) I think they'll get Bentley some more carries. I think they'll... Show him that they're not upset at him. Um, I think they'll let Judkins rate run his value up some more. Um, you I, mean that from a game
3: potential standpoint? right? I just mean value.
2: Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they get Bullock a few carries. I don't know. If you're
3: you think R- we're doing the highlights? Judkins have the little cash register thing when <laughs> ding, he ding, when, ding, when he gets there. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean. <laughs> I don't know what Kentrell's situation is. If you're if you're Kentrell right now, you probably have to think, you know, there's not a lot more I can do. It you know. You have to start thinking to yourself
3: He's good. He's not bad. Oh, he's, he's a good player. Yeah. He's
2: just not as good as those two guys.
3: Yeah, Judkins has been a problem for his playing time.
2: Yeah. It's Judkins, not Evans, that eats his playing time. Yeah.
3: I mean Evans was always going to get his.
2: Yeah, and I, you know, I think they got to manage Zach. You want you want to have Zach in October and November. You're not trying to win the September Super Bowl. Got to be careful with that because that's the knock on him is that he's had a hard time staying healthy over the course of over the course of his career. Yeah, Dart. The throw for Dart. The proper read on that pick was to check it down to Evans, who probably could have walked into the end zone. He was. Oh, really? He was locked in on Trigg, and then Trigg made a bad adjustment when he ran. And Trigg ran into traffic. But when you watch it, it wasn't as egregious a play as it looked live. Probably another lesson to us when we write about games: to not write so emphatically. So we get a little better. So you get a idea. chance to talk to some people and look at it, and talk to them after they've had a chance to look at it. It's one of the reasons that coaches sometimes say, I need to look at the film. That's not always a cop-out. Sometimes they truly need to look at the film and see what happened.
3: Well, they can't watch all 11 positions in real time. Coaches are just like everybody else. you got to either pick the ball or something else. Yeah,
2: sure. They need a chance to look at things. All right. Uh, we'll open the phone lines here in a moment. say phone lines, it's just one phone line. We'll open the phone line, the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, singular, not plural. It's uh, open, thanks again to Ben Mintz for his time. Corey, how are you? What's up? Just, uh, I'm alive. you are live, you are absolutely live. What's going on? Uh, not much, we just got through talking to Ben Mintz, watching a little football, um, talking to you.
4: Nobody's, uh, you know, still upset about twenty-eight to ten victory over Troy. Or are they still?
3: I'm sure there's someone out it? there who is still upset. You can probably uh, find someone.
4: Are you upset? Uh, I was. I was good.
2: Are you all right?
4: Vanilla to me.
2: Yeah, it was vanilla. They it's were very. Purpose. They were very vanilla. They, look, if you have to, if you have to reveal your entire array of flavors to beat Troy. You've got problems on your hands.
4: Thought Dark could have ran for two hundred yards and didn't. Um, threw it when he could have gotten fifteen yards. But I only stayed for the first half. worried well, about it. I was.
2: Why'd you leave? That was that was not very fan fanish of you. My bride. <laughs> there you go. You probably weren't the only one that left because people said, "You know, it's hot. Let's go."
4: Yeah. Yeah. So what we're, you been up to? Yeah. Slinging metal, you know. When I get it's tough. It's we're we're hanging in. We're good. What up? So you, you talked me into downloading Spotify today.
2: I know. Well, I've tried to tell people, and I know it's hard to convince people to switch podcast platforms, and I get it but I highly recommend at least downloading Spotify on your phone and having it available to you. It's, it's a superior podcast app. It's more consistent And all of our stuff is every single thing we've loaded today is live on Spotify. I cannot say the same for Apple. Chase has reset. Uh, He's done a manual reset of our Apple uh, podcast feed twice today. It's still processing the second time. Okay. So it's
4: well, what, was, what was crazy to me? I was trying to listen to the 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 y'all's podcast, the Oxford Exxon podcast, in the morning, and it was it was not on there, but mine, on our money was on there, right? Which Pigs was loaded was
3: after. Yeah, I know.
4: So, but I get on Spotify and they're right there, boom, 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 yeah, right yep. there in a the row.
2: Yeah, uh, Butcher versus Spin Instructor is on Spotify. Uh, Pete's Pigskin. Uh, Preview is on Spotify. McCrady and Siski is on Spotify. None of the above is on Apple right now. I mean, I I, I don't know what else to tell people. And, and there are people who are like, "Look, I'm not going to add another one." I'm like, I get it. I understand. I'm just telling you, it is technically
3: somewhere you can access it, and
2: it's free, and it's it's. I think it's, I think it's a better user experience. Honestly, I do. I, I prefer Spotify. I, I use Spotify the majority of the time now. But I get it. I understand people who are like, look, this is what I use. I don't want to add another thing. I, I, I understand. It, it, it's just we're doing – we're literally doing all we can do. And behind the scenes, I'm I'm uh, nudging people.
4: There. What's that? So, how did Campbell do compared to you in picks?
2: She went six and five. Uh, I did not. I went. Uh, I went four and seven.
4: I'm a, I don't See,
2: I, I think too much. She doesn't think. Like for example, she's I said Alabama minus 38 and a half. She goes, "William, that's fine. Whatever. I'll take Alabama." Yeah, they're better, so They're yes. better, so sure. And I'm going, "That's a lot of points in Utah state, and that's stupid on my part. It's just dumb. I mean, I'm it's stupid." And you know, I mean, she just she just goes initial thoughts. And frankly, if she had just done the hey, and I'm going to pick Georgia every week too, instead of going, well, I kind of like teams that wear green. She'd gone, <laughs>
3: you, you do run into that issue occasionally. She'd
2: have gone seven and four.
3: She picked Oregon because they wore green.
2: Yeah, yeah. She likes Campbell's big on green. Green's her thing. So she typically takes green. So we're doing one final test on green. She's taking Baylor and the points because of green. And if Baylor doesn't win, she's going to have to reevaluate that. game on. You broke up on me, Corey. What?
4: Fail game on.
2: Your your connection's not great. You want to try to call back?
4: Fail game on right now.
3: Uh the only game on right now is Bill's Rams and it is ten nothing Buffalo.
4: Oh man, okay. Yeah.
3: Second
2: quarter.
4: So I did I did I did the thing where I, I thought that the, the Bills would kill them, so I picked the Rams. Um so that didn't work.
2: Um, well, it's not over yet because the Rams are inside the Buffalo ten right now with four oh six and counting to go in the second, so they could punch it in and make it a ten seven game at the half, and it's far from
3: then you're Far from
2: over. I mean, the the, the Rams aren't going to get shut down or shut out. I, I'm I'm betting. So this this thing is, you've watched enough good NFL teams to know this is probably going to be a fourth quarter game. Okay.
4: All right, well, y'all get after it, get some more interesting calls than me. Uh, shout out to my buddy Mark Shelton, who told me to call in. He <laughs> said, call in. That's why I called in. My buddy Mark Shelton, if you're ever going through some trouble, call Mark Shelton in Tupelo, Mississippi. I'll get you out of it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks, Chris. Have a good night. You too. Uh, yes, we taped G Pits, and G Pits is up on Spotify. I've loaded G Pits actually into two separate SoundCloud accounts, and it's just not up on Apple. But it is up on uh, Spotify, so highly recommend Spotify. If you've, it's not going to cost you anything to download the app. There's some Spotify premium stuff you can get, but you won't have to get that for us. Get Spotify and subscribe to us, and you're in. Jarrett, how are you? Doing fine, Neil. How are you? Uh, We're good.
5: What's Good. Up? Hey, you predicted it. There's the touchdown right there. See.
2: Well, I don't know that I predicted it per se. They were they were they were, they were driving inside the ten. So I gave them a, a, a. Well,
5: you alluded to the fact that it was possible. Yes. Is so, that fair? to
2: say? Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's. Stafford to uh, yeah. Cooper Cup, pending the PAT. Yeah. It's going to be uh, ten to seven with about four minutes or so, three minutes exactly, to go in the second quarter. How are you?
5: Have you uh, have you hurt? Heard- have you heard that commercial for like DraftKings, where if you bet, you bet, and if your team is up at ten, up ten, at any point, you win the bet?
2: Uh, oh, I, I have not heard that. That's interesting.
5: Yeah, so if you bet Buffalo, then you would have it would have hit.
2: If your team is up, and that does up ten over at the any sp-
5: point in the game, up up ten points, then you win your bet. Does not matter what happens after that. Is and now, that but
2: said.
3: it would be ten over the spread, so they didn't quite get there. No. Was it 10 over the spread or is it just 10 straight? I would assume it would have to be 10 over well,
2: the spread. I guess spread. it's like 10 over the spread. Otherwise, like every everyone and their mother would take Alabama this week.
5: Well, that's just for NFL, not
2: college. Oh, okay.
5: Yeah, because, yeah, in college that would be ridiculous.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can see oh. that because there aren't a whole lot of 10-point lines in the, in the NFL. Like the biggest line this yeah. week is what, seven and a half?
5: Something like that, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's an interesting betting thing. I might take a look at it. Yeah. Later. Yeah. So, so okay. So I got th- three things to talk about. The first one, which we discussed earlier, so you got the Falcons going twelve and zero, right? Of the fighting variety, not the Atlanta variety.
2: Oh, I was going to say, no, I do not have the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> winning twelve games. No,
5: <laughs> no. 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 No.
2: No. 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 Uh, I have not given a lot of thought to the Air Force's uh, schedule, but I, <sighs> my guess is that they're not going twelve and zero.
5: Well, so they're one of six teams that Vegas has favored in every game throughout the season. Um, it's like Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, uh, USC maybe, like somebody from the Pac-12, and then Air Force was one of them. So, I mean, the schedule's really soft. The only Power 5 team they they play is Colorado this week, and they're 17-point favorites.
2: Yes, I'm pulling up so. their schedule right now. Um And Utah State's down, Boise's down. They beat Northern Iowa, so they play Colorado, Wyoming, Nevada, Navy, Utah State, UNLV, Boise State. There's probably a challenge there. Army, that's probably a challenge there. Uh, New Mexico, Colorado State, San Diego State, which I guess is potentially a challenge. Yeah, I guess they have a shot, don't they?
5: Yeah, the, the low, so I was looking through them the other day. Like the lowest FPI chances to win were like Boise at 52, Army at 54, and San Diego State at like 62 or something like that.
2: Feels like so. one of those would go the other way. I and mean, that's,
5: yeah, probably.
2: Probably. I mean, those are kind of coin tosses. If you have three coin tosses, you usually don't win them all.
5: Right. Just hopefully it's not Army. I, mean, I can't do that again.
2: I picked against Army but. this week. I felt kind of dirty doing it because uh, Frank's yeah. so good to yeah. us. Yeah. I think, I think UTSA. Yeah. I know. I like there. UTSA. UTSA's a good team.
3: Kind of curious where yeah. their coach ends up. Yeah, they up. are. Curious what, Chase? Where their coach ends up. Was it Jeff Traylor? You the UTSA name? coach?
5: Yeah. So you got to think somewhere if he keeps doing it, right?
3: Yeah, he's been good
5: yeah does he do the Napier thing and like hang out there for a long time until he like gets the pick of the litter, or do you think he can't sustain it as long as Napier could.:
2: I don't know what they're paying him. yeah, I, mean. I don't know what he's making, how much he likes San Antonio. it's a good place to recruit all that. um I don't know. Napier's a unique bird because he was one patient son of a gun, but he knew he was going yeah, to win. he
5: obviously didn't care, or he just knew that he was going to keep winning no matter what, and he would get his
2: chance. Well, he was going to win there and he knew he was going to win there. And he could keep winning there. Yeah, and I think the difference so it just didn't really matter. The difference was he really liked it there and was willing to stay a while. Like it wasn't. I mean, he wanted to coach elsewhere, but if he had stayed another year, he wasn't going to be torn up about it. So I don't, I don't know, like what that guy's situation is in San Antonio. Does he, does he love it? Does his family love it? All those things. I, I don't, I don't know.
5: Yeah, there's worse places. Yeah, the second thing. There's worse places
2: there's worse places to live as a wealthy person than Lafayette, Louisiana. Lafayette's kinda cool. It's got a it's got a culture, it's kinda neat. Yeah. Most people who most people who have been in Lafayette like it. And if you have a ton of money there, well you can avoid all of the negative.
5: Yeah, and you can get to New Orleans and, you know, Houston and stuff, Dallas relatively easy.
2: So makes sense.
5: Okay, so the second thing is the old miss thing. So Football gods are making an appearance. <clears throat> is it okay if I invoke the football gods? Sure. you guys? No, it's all good. Okay. So, so the football gods come and they say, I'm going to give you two choices. That Luke Altmaier is a starting quarterback this year and Ole Miss wins nine games in the regular season. Or that... They're not going to tell you a win total, but they're going to tell you that Jackson Dart in his career at Ole Miss will be as good or better than Matt Corral.
2: Which do you take? But you get nine wins this year?
5: Nine wins this year. I don't with, know. I, I, is your quarterback.
2: I don't know how you could turn nine or, wins down.
5: Because if you could so get to nine... Yeah, you wouldn't take it.
3: Honestly... Anything less than nine, and I'm just taking corral for sure. Dart is good as right. corral okay. because eight and four is not changing your
2: program. No, eight and four probably that means...
3: ninth win is pretty significant on the back of the ten last year. Right. That's that. Suddenly, you're just a nine win program.
2: Yeah, because eight and four True. means you went True. four and four in the league, which is yeah. which is good. Okay,
5: what if what if I change it? What if I said that nine and the nine and three does not give you an access bowl? Because I think as good as
2: I, don't, I don't care.
5: In the SEC, are this year. I don't care. That could be the case. That wouldn't matter to Doesn't me. Doesn't matter.
2: Nine, nine wins on the on the tail end of ten wins means you you suddenly are in that. You've arrived. Yeah, you've arrived. I mean, yeah, absolutely.
6: Yeah.
5: Okay, that's fair. All right. And so then the final one is sort of a journalism question. So, and and this maybe applies more to Chase because I think it might have happened to him and it hasn't happened to you, Neil. So, you you guys are really big on objectivity and not being fans of the teams that you cover, right, which I think myself and most of your listeners or subscribers
3: really appreciate.
5: So, Chase, would it be fair to say that you grew up as an Ole Miss fan? Uh, Yeah,
3: 100%. Yeah.
5: So do you ever miss getting to be a fan of Ole Miss? Or, like, Neil, you know, you've talked about how you always kind of wanted – a dream of yours was to cover the Cubs. So obviously you're a huge Cubs fan. And so, you know, based on, on your journalistic ethical code, if you were to cover the Cubs, you couldn't be a Cubs fan anymore. So yeah. you, Is that something that you would miss that would factor into that decision?
2: Yes. Um, it's actually something I thought about at different times. Cause there was a point early in my career where getting into major league baseball was a possibility. And, uh, two things kind of stopped it one was um and this was the big one the big one was i talked to somebody who said to me he'd been been on a major league beat for three or four years and he said you know the one thing you don't ever see in a in a um, major league baseball press box yeah and i said and i said no and he goes you don't see a wedding ring and i i didn't i didn't want to do that um and then the, but the other part was that I, cuz I told myself look if if you ever do something where you get into covering major league baseball the whole cub thing it's over. I mean you got to let it go. You can't you can't you can't be a cub fan and cover the Brewers or the Royals or something. It's just it's not possible. You got to let that go. And and I, I don't know would, I, would that have stopped me from taking the job? No. The 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 travel and what that would do to your marriage and your family. That that's what ultimately stopped me from pursuing that, but Um, but yeah, look, I mean, I, it, it it would be something that I, I knew I would always have to consider if I decided to get into something like that. If I took a job like that, I wasn't, I couldn't, no, I couldn't cover the Cubs as a, as a fan. Just, I don't, I don't not look, there are people who can and good for them, but I don't know how you do it. And I've watched some people who I think are pretty professional and who are damn good who are fans of teams that they cover, get super emotional when those teams lose. And it comes across as anger. And it's unprofessional.
3: It also takes them a little time to get writing and started because they have to come down off the emotion. You'll see them have to sit there for minutes and and maybe half an hour
5: and And their work collect themselves.
2: And their work in those days is shit. I mean, I'm just being well, honest. I would
5: imagine I wouldn't be able to, like, you know, how you say you write kind of as the game's going on. If I'm watching my team, there's no way I could do that.
2: Oh, pick well, another pick. Yeah, the Rams right back mm-hmm. in this thing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's it's. I listen, people. You know, and even even someone like me, look, there are kids on the team that I like, and I, I don't, you know, like there's. I, get, I can get disturbed if I see a kid on a team, even a kid on another team, like injuries or stuff. But if I know a kid and he gets hurt and I've, I've met his family or whatnot, I mean, I'm, that part's hard to kind of put aside and do your job. And um, I don't know. It's just, I, if you think about it logistically, this is something that a lot of people struggle with. If you think about it logistically, you just cannot cover something objectively or cover something well if you're not objective. It just—it's really hard. Uh-huh. It's—I—I it, it, I don't. Yeah. And maybe the super talented people can do it. I just don't put myself in that category.
3: Yeah, Chase, do you ever feel that way about all this? Like um, you, like man, I kind of wish. I don't miss that. I baseball mean, baseball in particular, maybe. No, if if anything, because I'm I'm kind of a fan of the sports. I mean, I still enjoy watching baseball in general. I don't I don't really lose that. If I miss anything, it's. Just the, and it, we do it every week. And trust me, I, I don't know that I would go to football games, but it's more the socialization aspect mm-hmm. of I've got friends and family and people who go to those games. And I mean, I haven't sat in a foot in a in a non NFL football stadium as a fan since two thousand and five. Um. I don't think yeah. there's even another game that I've just went to at some point. I mean, you know I'll go down and see people at baseball for a minute, but mm-hmm. I'm not just hanging out and having a beer and popcorn and that kind of thing. It's more sure. that if you if you know, it's, it's one of the reasons I go to basketball games because I don't cover the sport, so I'm not cheering, but I like just being in an arena as a spectator and just kind of hanging out and leaving whatever I want to and those things. So if there's if there's a thing I miss, it's more along those lines from a from a socialization from a just. Watching something without constantly going, okay, what am I writing? What am I doing? Am I keeping up with a message board or Twitter or whatnot? And I, I don't really have that, so it's 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 that. And then two, people don't really understand what we do, so I'll get asked tons of things about things. And you go, yeah, that's not I'm, my Saturday is not what you think my yeah. Saturday my Saturday is. So yeah, I mean there are things I miss, but it's not really a fandom thing. I mean the the, the Saints.
2: The thing, I'll tell you the thing I miss. Yeah, sure. Don't miss it, but I I missed it. We didn't get to do it. Like, sometimes I'll see a family at a game, and I'm kind of jealous a little bit if I'm honest. Like, you know, a dad takes his son, they go to games, whether it's Ole Miss or State or LSU or anywhere else. I mean, I've gone to lots of stadiums. I see it everywhere. I'm kind of jealous of that. They get to share something together all the time. we went, you know, we, Carson and Laura and I went up to Fayetteville last year to the Mississippi State game because it was Kyle Dad's weekend, and we went to that game. It was the first time we'd ever been to a college game as a family, ever. It's the first game that the five of us had ever attended together, as a family, one time. So I didn't get that, you know, I didn't get to take my kids to games because I was working. So that's that's just kind of one of those. But look, that's just part of it. It's part of the part of the gig. So it's one of the reasons that Carson and I would go to pro games because you know I wasn't covering pro sports. We could go to pro games and stuff like that. So I don't know. So everything's got everything's got pros and cons. That's that's life.
5: Yeah. Okay one one more thing, uh, so a yes or no chase uh, buy or sell Winston long term with the Saints.
2: Oh, uh,
3: define long term. Five seasons. Oh God, no, sell, 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 sell.
2: Yeah, okay. I'll go. I'll, I'll go two. I might even go two? three, but that'd okay. be my limit. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks, Jared, for the call. Oh,
5: hey, thanks, guys. Have yep. a good night. <laughs>
2: All right, I will put the uh, phone line back up. 662-259-8563. Love to hear from you. Uh, 10-7 Buffalo with the Rams threatening at the 31 or 32. I can't tell. 40 seconds or so to go. Stafford converts a third down, so they'll keep rolling. Syracuse minus 22 is what uh, grind's saying. Duke and Northwestern under. He's got Baylor versus BYU over 53. That's interesting. Got ULL, Eastern Michigan under. I've got ULL covering a line on that game. I got ULL covering, I think it's 14, against Eastern Michigan. Look at that real quick. Oh, jeez.
3: I'm sorry, people. Give us 10 seconds. <laughs> it's bad pod, but oh, sorry. I yeah. just couldn't wait.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's fine. <sighs> what a day. Um, <laughs> all right. The phone's open. I. I'm reading the thread as well. I'll tell you my NFL picks. Tell me which ones you like. Okay. All right, so Siski and I are picking five a week. You can pick any five? Any five. Okay. And I can do over-unders. i just I'm not good at over-unders. I'm better at spreads.
3: While you're looking for that, the MLB got- is uh- – going to vote on some rule changes this week they include a 15 second pitch clock with the bases empty and a 20 second clock with runners on two disengagements from the rubber including pickoff attempts per plate appearance oh yeah i like that yeah that's moving that's that's getting it going a requirement by hitters to be in the batter's box and alert with eight seconds to go on the clock hitters are allowed one timeout per plate appearance only okay uh, only two infielders will be allowed on each side of second base with all four required to be on the dirt or inner grass.
2: Oh, that's eliminating the shift.
3: Well, it's not just limiting the shift. And if this was, if this was in college, it would be a bigger deal.
2: Hold on, caller, one second.
3: The number of infielders that play that short right field right, way right, back.
2: Right, right. there's a ton of teams. Yes,
3: yes, yes. That okay. would be where it would be like, whoa.
2: So they have to stay on the dirt.
3: They have to stay on dirt or inner intergra- grass.
2: Fascinating. Hey, who do we have?
7: Hey, this is Talbot Bias from Vicksburg.
2: Hey, Talbot, we're good. How are you?
7: Good. So, uh, throw you a little curveball. So, my brother plays at State. He is at State because Ole Miss did not offer. But they go to Tucson this weekend. And I know with the Rebs baseball history, we've been to Tucson. So, what are some things to do in Tucson?
3: uh honestly i did not go to that last year so i am pretty out on that um i am this is a really bad pod for your question but i have absolutely no idea (laughs) we can ask people in the thread but i don't know i've been to
2: phoenix a lot but i've never been i've done tempe i've never been to tucson
7: yeah yeah i mean so so i mean obviously i played there not a state guy didn't didn't make it out to tucson for the baseball but i'm not going the rest of my family's going uh it's open the weekend of blue wing teal season, so I will oh. be uh hunting those somewhere and sitting in my recliner watching football. But I'll hang up, I'll listen to the thread, follow. How, 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 hey, how's it gonna to go Saturday, Saturday night, night,
3: by the way? Are the are they gonna is, is State gonna cover that nine? Just curious.
7: Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, really? I I think so. I, I think mean I so was too. I was there last weekend, um, sat through the lightning delay, got back to Vicksburg about three forty five in the morning. Oh god So it was uh it was a grind. It was a late night. But uh, no, State honestly looked really good. Um, offense, you know, yeah, they, you know, Rodgers, you know, scanned the field and threw a lot of dump passes. But, I mean, heck, he threw for like 400 and something yards. But State honestly, you know, this is Leach's third year. I've, honestly, obviously, my allegiance is to Ole Miss, but, you know, I'm going to pull for my brother and of you course. Know, my brother only. But, but State honestly looked like they had a really, you know, solid ball club.
2: I think they're so, going to be solid. We, Tyler and I talked about this earlier today. I mean, I think they're going to make noise in the West, not not win the West, not contend for the West, but I think they're going to. I mean, look, everybody's got to go through them.
7: Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't see any reason why you know, just being realistic, you know, they shouldn't get you know seven, maybe eight wins. So yeah, you know, we'll 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 see how it goes. So any, I mean, regardless, it's you know, I think the SEC West is uh, is pretty solid this
2: year. Yeah, I do too. Hey, thanks for the call, Talbot. Appreciate you.
7: I'll uh, take care. Thank y'all. See you. Ya.
2: I don't think that's out, out of the realm. Oh, state no. wins seven or eight. I mean.
3: Somebody's got to suck, but I don't know that anybody does suck. Somebody's going to get unlucky in close games.
2: That state LSU game next week right. is a game we're going to talk about a lot. I'm just telling you. That.
3: That in Auburn-Penn State is such a, hey, the loser goes,
2: ah, I missed one there. Yeah, no there's what. one more next week, too. Um, it's the late one. What's up, Grind?
6: Yo, how you doing, man? Man, we're good. How are you? Oh, man, just enjoying the show. Just enjoying the show, man.
2: Appreciate that.
6: Yeah, I agree with y'all. Speak, speak. I'm going to pick up from the Mississippi State, man. Shoot, to me, they, uh. I ain't see too much of my watch highlights and everything. First off, I wish my only gripe with the SEC, the only thing they need to follow the ACC on is put condensed versions of the games out on YouTube. That's, the ACC does that so great. It's so great. I wish the SEC would do that. Yeah, I'd like but, that
2: too. You could really keep up a little better if you could just watch all the yeah. games quickly.
6: Exactly, exactly. But, uh, you yeah, know man, Mississippi State looked like, the num- the number two team in the West to me. Um, dumb, maybe. I mean, I've said this. I tripping,
2: hey, I, listen. I mean, you. We did this thought exercise. It got me in trouble because people turned it into I was hyping LSU. But my point. Well, you, was, you said they were going to beat Alabama. I did I mean, not.
3: My God. I mean, my,
2: my, I did not. My my, my point <laughs> was. It is, is
7: hyping. Drunk on yeah,
2: No, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't that. Oh, no. So the thought exercise was the football gods come down and tell you that all they'll tell you is one fact. That Alabama does not win the West. And they say, go. Well, so at that point, this is what's interesting about the West is that you can suddenly start making arguments for a bunch of teams. I mean, different arguments are stronger than others, but like you can't mm-hmm. just completely go, okay, all right, so we're down to six. Now, process of elimination. Who are you eliminating? That was my point. LSU.
6: Yeah, when, LSU. When I'm eliminating you, LSU. You know, know that. Yeah, you're eliminating them. But
2: I didn't have the benefit of the Florida State game.
6: No, yeah, yeah, I understand. Okay, now look, that would be a nice little exercise. We do that every week. Uh, you know, who yeah, sure, gets eliminated. So,
2: who do you eliminate right now? So, the only team that I've seen so far that I would go, nope, is LSU. I could make an argument. Mm. For, I could, I, hey, listen, I could make an argument for Auburn. It's not a good argument, uh, but it's a stretch. I see some more. Well, yeah, I did too. But I got to see more with Ole Miss. I got to see more with Mississippi State. I'd like to see State play a good team. Uh, I got to see more with Texas A&M. I know they're athletic as hell, but I, I'd like to see more. Um, I'd like to see more with Arkansas. I mean, that's what you can do that with everybody. I'd like to see more.
6: If if Arizona covers, does that change your opinion? Oh God! Sure, does. of course it does.
2: Yeah, because okay. if Arizona goes and scores a bunch of points against Mississippi State, I'm yeah. going to know that they're giving up a bunch of points to everybody.
6: So if state if state walks out 31-24 winners. Yeah, I, I'm I'm
2: thinking the same thing about state that I've been thinking, which is they're good, they're good, but they're
6: not that good. Okay, okay.
2: Now the flip Man, side, I, the flip I, side is if state goes and whips Arizona like forty nine to seven or something, I'm like, whoa, hold up, we might there might be I, something I, there.
6: I personally don't see that. I think that game is going to be a little closer than what Mississippi State fans want. I think they still win, but I I just got to. That game, like, SEC teams playing 10 o'clock at night, you know, I just I just don't think Mississippi State is going to go out there and just dominate. I don't see it.
2: Our friends at Blue Delta are excited to announce they will be hosting the Mustache, the Band, on Friday, October the 14th, for the Square Jams After Party. Come out to support the Rebels on Friday night on the Oxford Square and Saturday against Auburn in the Vault. In between you can join the folks from Blue Delta at the Lyric with the world's most powerful nineties country party band. Ticket packages are on sale now. Some tickets include jeans, some don't, but all include admission to the concert and an open bar to book. Just DM Blue Delta on their socials or visit dot slash afterparty and we'll see you there. A Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock Auctions start at just $1. That's right, every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app, name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Want it, bid it, win it. We're brought to you by MyPerfectFranchise.net. Are you looking to diversify? you Are you looking to leave the corporate rat race to gain control of your income and schedule? MyPerfectFranchise.net offers the ability to create income and wealth. Let Andy Ledecki guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. He has tons of franchise and business ownership experience to lean on. If you hate your job, your boss, your pay, you feel stuck, Andy can help. It's Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net. Solutions RX is a probiotic, multivitamin, and supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside the U.S based out of Iuka, Mississippi. If you take diabetes, high blood pressure, or cholesterol medications, they typically cause side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss. All of that's due to depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body, but Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support to put those vitamins back into your body, help with those side effects, helping you stay more compliant in taking your medications, helping you stay healthier over the long term. It's available in local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., including all across Mississippi, but you can also get it at solutionsrx.com. Type in the promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off of your first order. Hawkeem Portable Buildings is at 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkeem. They custom build your building to your specifications, however you want your carport, ATV, or storage shed. A barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings, Hawkeye can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, and the doors, and Hawkeye Portable Buildings makes it happen. In-house financing is available. It's free delivery and set up within 75 miles of Hawkeye as well. For more information, call 662-226-2233 or go to com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Hawkeye Portable Buildings. Um, Brought to you by 7South Tailgating. It's almost time. You'll be in the Grove next weekend. You want 7South to make it uh, so much easier, so much more enjoyable. Um, It's a fully customizable uh, service to accommodate anything from the most basic needs to turnkey tailgating. It's 7SouthTailgating.com. They're currently booking single-game, multi-game, full-service packages. As of now, they have availability for any and all services and games selections. They offer tailgating packages for any budget, any party size, any number of games needed. Again, 7SouthTailgating.com. You want to make sure your sock game is ready for the Grove as well. Go to DeadSoxy.com. Check out those Ole Miss themed socks. Lots of different colors, lots of different styles, some really cool stuff. DeadSoxy.com, promo code RebelGrove at checkout for 25% off your order. And while you're in the Grove, you're going to want those Game Changer patches. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. So go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Also brought to you by Automation and Control Systems, LLC. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL 508A panel shop. To learn more, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381.
3: So who's finishing last in the
6: West? Who do I see finishing last in the West? Uh Uh, Uh-huh. The loser of LSU Auburn, probably.
0: Yeah, probably. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed
6: The loser, at LSU, Auburn. I'd like to see. I got I got There's other teams man, I got to like, see some. I know that. I know people. People, people aren't going. I know I might make a little enemies, but I don't think like being last in the West may may not necessarily mean that you booted this year. You may be six and six at or seven and five at last. in the West. well, that's
2: what Braden Gall said that day, and everybody got mad at him. He said he was picking Ole Miss last, and he still thought Ole Miss would win seven games. And I was like, I, I think Ole Miss is better than last, but I understood his argument. Mm-hmm. I get it. I mean, there's yeah. I
6: th- I think th- yeah. I think they are too. But I mean, man, I tried to tell y'all about Georgia and Notre Dame last week. Man, I tried. You did. You don't know how many people called me after that Georgia game. I was down there in Auburn, just taking calls. Like, goddamn, I don't know. I just man, you was right. You was right. But you know,
2: Georgia looked. I, I didn't um, do- Georgia looked like a machine.
6: Hey, man, you you talking to a guy that done seen Bo Nix play plenty of times. Plenty of times. Like like in the group chat, we don't call him Bo Nix. We call him Mo Picks. That's all he going to do, go out there and throw Mo Picks. But you know that's what? the only thing
2: he's doing. You're right, but there was so much more to that. That was an annihilation that went far beyond the quarterback. I mean, Bo Nix, hey man, does, you know Bo Nix I, does not play I, for I, Oregon's I, defense. That's true. And they had and no I, I, they had no answer at all. <laughs>
6: Well, <clears throat> I listened to an Oregon <clears throat> to an Oregon podcast, and they told they basically said that if you if Oregon and Georgia, they didn't basically say it, they said it, that if Oregon and Georgia played ten times, Georgia would win like eight. I said, oh, oh no, Georgia, 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 going ten and ten. Come on,
2: <laughs> come on, <laughs> I said, come on. Yeah, I mean, like, I know we got to play K to the fans a little. Kirby, fun. Kirby called the dogs off his friend. I mean, no, God, no, no, ten out of ten. I mean, only way. Oh, uh, I mean, if you told me like half of like, one of Georgia's planes crashed or something, okay, well then maybe, but other, otherwise, no, God, no, 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 no. Oregon, <laughs> Oregon could have a hundred shots at Georgia. I know what I saw. I that was that was that was a machete going through like soft butter. Yeah. That was a dis- that was yeah, a disaster. O- yeah, that was a disaster.
6: Now, I know you say your opinion of Ohio State changed. So, do you no longer see this as a three-team thing? You see, you, you just see Alabama and Georgia.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, and I, I know Notre Dame's good, and Notre Dame is better than than I probably thought they would be. And I'm a big Marcus Freeman fan, and and I'm not surprised that Notre Dame was as ready to play as they were. That being said, there's It's just kind of an eye test thing, and I sort of know what I saw. Now maybe I'm wrong, and if I'm wrong, I'll hey you. People always love to come at you with with people kind of love to come at you, and when you do what we do for a living, and go, you were wrong about this. It's like yeah, okay, but if I never had an opinion in twenty hours of podcasting a week. How shitty would the podcast be? You gotta have some opinions. And if you have opinions, well then some of them obviously are going to be wrong. And so maybe I'm wrong about Ohio State. It was one game. But I tell you what kind of hit me grind a little bit watching Ohio State against against Notre Dame as I was watching Florida and Utah was I thought the last mm-hmm. three Ohio State games that I've watched, Michigan kicked their ass. They went toe-to-toe with Utah. I mean, they won, but it was back and forth. It was a 15-round duke them out, and then the final yep. round, everybody just started throwing punches. And then I watched them play against Notre Dame, and I'm like, they're good. I mean, they're really good. They're talented and all that stuff. But Then you watch Georgia, which looks like this, as Tommy Tuberville used to say, rolling ball of butcher knives. And you watch Alabama, and Alabama looks like a robot out there, just like we're just going to score. Give yeah. me the ball. You are not going to score. We are going to get the ball back. We are going to score. That's what Alabama – I'm like, both of these teams look like they'd whip Ohio State. And so maybe I'm wrong. It was one game, and you can do the first game over reactions. But, yeah, I kind of think we're looking at a two-team season.
6: And I hate that, man. Of course. And, and it, it sucks, it sucks for the sport. I Georgia way more, but I, I hate – And now look, I will say this, y'all. I bet Alabama minus, I want to say, 19 this week. I got Alabama minus 19 on one of my parlays. Do you Now, do you know the last time I bet on Alabama? Bet on Alabama? Yep. The last time I bet on Alabama to cover. In the Iron Bowl.
2: Yeah, the Iron Bowl in Tuscaloosa.
6: No. The last time. I bet on Alabama to cover, was last year after Texas A&M just lost to Mississippi State. I said, oh, hell yeah, they finna cream Uh. them. (laughs) And Zach Calzada went out there and lit them up. But if I lose a little five on this parlay because Texas pulled something because I bet it on Alabama, I I would not be mad at all. But I don't think it's going to happen, though.
2: No, but if it does, you should announce to the world because everyone will – uh, contribute to you every single week to go ahead and bet against <laughs> Alabama. It'll all work out. You, you could go and you could form a you could form a business if you could get that to go.
6: Man, I was so pissed off last year. I said, "What? I said, What is going on? I did. I I did not see that coming. I got kicked out of my friend' house because he was a Bama fan. He was like, "Man, you just got to go, bro. This ain't happened all season, and so then Bama still ended up losing. But shoot, yeah, man." uh that was. I just wanted to get, get you guys' thoughts on last weekend, you know, about this weekend shooter. I'm going to keep on enjoying the show.
2: All right. Thanks, Grant. Appreciate you. All right. You too, man. Cole, I apologize for an airplane reference. That was crazy last Saturday morning, by the way. Like, I woke up, and I don't know what it was about it. I thought it was like – I thought – this isn't real, and then I kept realizing, no, they're talking about right now.
3: Well, you're terrified because could have run into anything, could have crashed just in the middle of town, and then you're going. I mean, in your head, you got to go. Should they? I mean, Columbus is not far. Do you go get a <laughs> and shoot it
2: down? Okay. Remember that, okay? Because I want to ask you something. Because I heard something for the very first time this week. I'd never heard it before, and the more I thought about it, the more I went, hmm. So I'm going to ask you about it in a minute. Okay. Remember shooting down? All right. Hey, who do we have?
8: What's up, guys? It's Robin Red. Hey, and what's, what's up? Nothing much. I'm down bad.
2: What do you
3: mean? In gambling? Uh, I, yeah, a okay. little bit. A little bit. It's only week two. So open. Huh? It's only week two. Exactly. All right. I'm down bad. Oh, you came
2: charging out of the gates, man! You got to, you got, you got to be careful. This
3: is like first round of a boxing match. They just throw some jabs. They just start filling each other out a little
2: bit.
8: I mean, you know, when when you miss something so long and it just comes back to you, you just kind of you got to go all out.
2: I disagree, Um, but go ahead. What happened?
8: I went Oregon big. Oh, hold on. Why? I went Ole Miss in the over big.
2: Ooh, but why?
8: And you know what? The one that probably pisses me off the most there's one I, worse there's than one that I <laughs> did it off the fly. <laughs> wow, wait, hold on. Let you let it, know what? Off the the most no is I went Illinois over Indiana on that Friday night.
3: Well,
2: that was understandable.
3: That's that should piss you off the least because you actually were had a beat on. There that
2: was one. logic in that one. Oh, the the under on Ole Miss was a really strong, like you could see that coming a mile away.
8: I feel like we hit the over on a lot of our first games of a year, with an exception of the god awful nineteen <clears throat> Memphis game, though.
2: You had Matt Corral.
3: Yeah, when you're playing two quarterbacks and well, no, that's
8: not true, Neil. We'd hit it with Tahamu and Patterson too.
3: <laughs>
8: I mean, hell, when Freeze for his last couple years.
2: Yeah, but you we had
8: Chad Kelly. I mean, well, y'all didn't
2: play defense those last couple of years. I mean, <laughs> a lot of overs. Y'all were, y'all were basically running <laughs> the airway. Hey, that's, that's
8: neither here nor there. That's never. I mean, you
2: nor didn't there. have a linebacker on the yeah, run. Are you saying a Wesley McGriff defense covered the over? No, uh, defense. Hey, we don't hey. need those guys.
8: I really don't appreciate y'all hitting on my guy Rommel, Mateo, <laughs> however the hell his name
3: was pronounced. Hey. 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 Mayo, yeah. He, he led Oregon State in tackles. Apparently, they're slower out there because he had a really hard time getting to the point of contact here. Yeah. yeah.
8: It's really sad too because I didn't know until after the fact when the season started that Oregon State went one and eleven that year. I was like, "Oh, okay." So he was literally the best player on the team.
2: So I remember watching him a couple he of times. Was going, literally the best player on the team. I can remember really watching him a just couple.
8: One of the better players, he yeah. was the best player.
2: You were like, "Run to where he's going, not to where he is," because yeah. by the time you get to where he is, he's not going to be there anymore.
8: Well, it was funny, too, because I remember the national signing day before that, they missed on every single defensive recruit except Benito Jones. And, you know, they got the bailout the year before because they moved C.J. to linebacker, and he was okay. And uh, I think it was literally the McGeo and DeMarcus Gates and our guy Taylor Polk, shout out to him. He's in coaching now.
2: At Troy. He's at Troy. And yeah. that was it. Yeah.
8: Was, he, was is he at Troy? Yeah, he's yeah. the
2: inside linebackers coach at Troy. Yeah, Taylor is. Yeah. That's well
8: that's irony at its finest. No, but I'm I took I took the over tonight and it's not looking good either. It was in the fifties. I don't remember the actual number.
3: Uh, I don't, it was fifty three maybe. I looked it up this morning and you have a hard time well, I didn't getting expect
8: there. there to be like four turnovers already in the game. Now, kind of wasn't expecting too- that, but that's Vegas for you.
2: You know, those buildings—they weren't built on credit.
8: It's well, that's the one thing. You know, my dad always told me that when I got into gambling. He was like, "Son, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. I, just, this is the one advice I'm, I'm. You know, you need to heed this. There's a reason the Vegas buildings do not stop getting taller.
2: Yeah. Carson mentioned gambling to me the other day, like betting on games. I was like, listen, hold up. We got to have a serious (laughs) conversation because most people lose. You got to understand that. Most people lose. Like, you don't. Especially eventually. Yeah. There just aren't many people who make real money betting on sports. They just don't. There, there, There are exceptions. Sure. There are people that do. Otherwise, nobody would do it. But the majority don't.
7: Ooh.
8: Yeah, I just, I mean, it, I love the throw. Man, I've had a couple, of, I've been betting for five years now, and I've had three good ones, and God almighty, I've had two bad ones.
2: So when you bet, what do, and, you, what uh, do, you, what do you put on a, what's your normal unit on a game?
8: Probably, it depends on the comfort level. Like, I mean, if a game, I'm just like, you know what, I'm drunk. I kind of want to watch this, or I feel like this team should cover. I'll throw, like, 20 or 30 bucks on it, but the ones I'm really confident on, I'm just like, all right, full speed ahead. Let's uh, lose some money. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, week one was not fun. Arkansas did bail me out a little bit, though. Uh, they did. I don't even want to talk about LSU. I will, I, honestly, that will be the last time I ever say that university's name ever again.
2: But LSU, was a, it was a sensible bet. I understood that.
8: Georgia That's is the, the college, only one where I'm still really confused. The differential was so much that it wouldn't even be close. I didn't know they were going to come out looking like the most unorganized college football program in the league. To my LSU? I mean, that was just awful. Yeah. They had, what, three muff punts? Two block, PA, uh, field goal block, the PAT block.
2: Yep. Your
8: first round receiver. It looks like he seriously regrets not transferring to Alabama. Like
2: it was bad. It was rough. It was a bad. Look. Yeah. It was a. It was an inauspicious debut for sure.
8: Have y'all seen what the line on is on them in state next weekend?
2: Someone it's said state today it's plus one. State. I heard state minus one, but state plus one. It's. A, it's. Listen. Oh, it's that's That. That is going to be. I had the schedule up earlier. The SEC schedule next week—it's got like three good okay. games. I know Auburn. Auburn, Penn State is the two thirty game.
3: South Carolina, Arkansas.
2: No, that's this Saturday. Is it? Yeah, that's that's this Saturday morning.
3: Yeah, we we picked that in Nils'
2: picks for Arkansas. Is plays.
8: Georgia Tech going to be competitive?
2: Uh, I don't think so. Not. I mean, it'll be more competitive than. I mean. My guess is that Ole Miss will come out as like an 18-point Next point weekend's
3: favorite. schedule, Georgia, South Carolina, Youngstown. That's the other one. Oof. Oops. Youngstown State, Kentucky, Abilene Christian, Missouri, Ole Miss, Tech, Penn State, Auburn, Vandy, Northern Illinois, UL Monroe, Alabama,
2: State, LSU. Miami, A&M. Miami, A&M is right. the other one. That's it. Miami, A&M at like 8 o'clock at night. That is correct. Yeah. On ESPN. I think
3: they're going to beat it yeah that's a good game next week. I think week. Miami.
8: Yeah. That's a really
2: good I game. I know. It's week. a sneaky good game.
3: And Ole Miss is at what oh, time?
2: Dude. Ole Miss is at 2.30 on ABC because oh. it's not a CBS game because it's at Georgia Tech. So it's and part it, of the –
8: God, that feels going to be so freaking hot.
2: It's part of the ACC TV package. Okay. Yeah. So it's I there. I
8: will say this, though. As pissed off as everyone – and, look, I was one of them because I took Ole Miss to cover – I feel like everyone was just so mad after that game or just frustrated. and I get that because, I mean, it didn't look like the best offensive showing against a group of five team. But then I kind of looked around the rest of the league. Okay, Bama looks like Bama. Yes. Georgia looks like their Bama 2.0 East or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Kentucky was averaging like one point three yards a carry against Miami of Ohio. Arkansas looked good. State looks fine. LSU looked awful. AM looked fine. Like I mean, there's no one that really stood out. Like it's I literally think the league is one too, and then it's just like, well, Florida. Florida looks really good.
3: But if Kentucky beat you this beat Florida this week, nobody would be that blinking on it and go, "Okay, well, one week Rover reaction," and then you're back to kind of incomplete for everybody.
8: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, which I don't know, was it Kentucky? They're the one that doesn't have the running back, right? That is correct. Okay, is that an NCAA thing? Because I heard something like three weeks ago about another. Kid we think it's
3: NCAA slash NIL related.
8: Is it Barry and Brown related?
2: Cause I don't know. I don't. I don't. It f- doesn't sound like. I it. don't think so.
8: Okay, because I remember that was a kid that it was kind of raised some eyebrows. Because I think it was like Ole Miss and Bama, and then all of a sudden
3: he was at Kentucky
8: and
2: he ran a kickoff. Was like, back. Oh,
8: look at
3: that! Yeah, it was Ole Miss, Michigan, and Alabama, and then Kentucky
2: stolen. He ran a kickoff back one hundred yards for a touchdown. Did he? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there you go. Who did? Brown. Oh, Brown. Yeah, they're getting their money's oh. worth.
3: Okay. Yeah, he he he
8: would have played this year. Oh, for sure. The Two biggest misses to me in recruiting were him and Jaheim Otis because Jaheim Otis would have. Everyone talks about how a defensive line has depth yeah. this year. If Jaheim Otis was here, he would have started day one. I think. He'd I, a, think been, I think it would have been. I think would have been him and Pugies.
2: He'd be a huge difference maker for sure. No doubt. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Yeah.
7: But um. Yeah. But all right, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Yep.
2: All right. Thanks, Bobbin. All right. All right so I was listening. I think it was Rogan, but I'm not sure. Have you ever heard the theory that Flight 93 was shot down by the US government and that the whole Let's Roll thing was basically made up just to make everybody feel good? That the flight, the the plane wreckage was scattered in a way that would not from an evidence standpoint, support a plane going down into the ground? I have not seen
3: detailed analysis about this. I have obviously heard this theory. I had never heard but this making before. it up to the level they did would require a conspiracy that frankly would make us go, yeah, you're right. Oswald didn't act alone. Like,
2: or, yeah, you're right. We didn't have to treat COVID the way we did.
3: I'm sure. I mean, the point being, right? the number of people that have to stay, that, that's not one person that goes, you know what, we're, we're, we're going to shoot it down. And then we're all going to take this oath, and we're going to create flight data and transcripts of sayings and calls. Because
1: mm-hmm.
3: I guess that's my question, and because I don't—I mean, obviously I've read all this, but I don't remember. It's been a while. What do we know about actual calls to relatives on the plane as they were getting ready to do that? Because didn't some of them call
2: some made their, par- their their
3: wives and families and go, "Hey, we're about to," or right. "There's."
2: But that doesn't change the... It doesn't
3: mean they might have shot it down before they did it. I mean, I or get they, that. they shot
2: it down... Anyway. A, ...as all that was going on.
3: Well, yeah, I guess you still could be plotting to
2: overtake the pilot. The way that they talked about it, it was just this matter-of-fact thing. And, and I, what I caught myself going, oh, how about that? Like, I would have, in three years ago, gone, nah. And now, after what we've... Who was the guest or the expert? <sighs> I can't remember. Okay. I listened to I listened to a lot of different stuff. I told you, you who I was talking to. I, I tried not to listen to sports podcasts when I just cleared yeah, clear sure. my brain a little, right? Just to yeah, kind of
3: yeah, I do the same thing.
2: And so, I guess what struck me was in my own head, and I'm admitting that this might be a deficiency on my part. I caught myself going, huh, and. Nothing surprises me anymore. Like, that's the damage that's been done by the last several years, where you don't believe the government. You don't believe media. You don't believe anything. You don't necessarily think that what... I don't necessarily think that's true, but I'm like, okay, well, I can see it. Right? I mean... Look at the headlines today. Like I was listening to Corolla today. He was talking to the guy from the Babylon Bee, and they were reading Babylon B headlines that came true. Babylon B, for those who don't know, is a satire. Like all these headlines came true. And you're like, Yeah.
3: Was it the CIA covert guy? <sighs> I mean, I'm look at the Rogan's podcast, and that's the only one that from a from a paragraph description. I think it was the Protect
2: Our Parks people.
3: Oh, really? That guy? Yeah. Okay. I I think it was them. I'm not positive, but I think so. (laughs) Shane Gillis, Mark Norman, and Ari
2: Schiffer. And I haven't listened to all of that podcast because, frankly, I was listening. I've listened to several Rogans all the way through, and sometimes Rogan can just it can be too much. Sure, you know touchdown Buffalo with halfway through the third
3: seventeen ten. If you're the Rams, you're kind of concerned because you've got turnovers and you've had a lot of opportunities and you're down a touchdown right now. That the yeah. game flow is not good.
2: Rogan said that the let's roll thing was made up. Really? So he said, hmm. I'd like to see more. Yeah, I would too. But that the the way that the they, they found this is per Rogan, right? They found the wreckage scattered in such a way that would support a plane being shot out of the sky. And his theory was that during that time when Bush was in the air, Cheney authorized it. Oh plane was headed for Washington. It's was going to kill other people. Basically that it was doomed, so shoot it down over rural Pennsylvania. going to have to marinate that one for a minute. I know. I mean, well, I mean, I was out walking and I stopped and just stood there for a minute and kind of thought to myself, what I thought to myself was I wouldn't have believed this in 2019. But this thing. And, and today, it's not that I believe it, but I don't necessarily dismiss it.
3: But last Saturday, I did have that thought. When when he had left Tupelo and headed more toward Union County, I mean, I think it was a logical thought to go, do you shoot it down? Because what if he does crash into Walmart or just West Maine? Yeah. What does that look like?
2: Yeah. I remember thinking, how do you just shoot one? And I'm glad they didn't because he landed the plane safely. and Nobody was harmed, and hopefully he's getting help. But I remember thinking, what would go into shooting a plane down over Mississippi? How would you go about doing that? And I thought, what a weird thought to be having on a Saturday morning as you're sitting there sipping your coffee. But I thought, well, how would you do that? How would you shoot it down?
3: It would have to be over a rural area. Because otherwise, you're not actually helping anything at that point. You're, You're just, you're actually sending shrapnel all into crowds. So it would have to be out in the middle of nowhere.
2: Right. But when you're flying over rural Mississippi, there's a whole lot of oh, middle sure. of nowhere. I mean, you know, relatively. Yeah, sure.
3: I mean his his ability to land that plane and not, and survive was fairly
2: impressive. Yeah, sure. Because it still had fuel; it didn't blow up on him. Right. No, he he landed it with no no one harmed.
3: And then go you because know, he had they had gotten him basically talked out of the sky. Um and he got to the runway in Tupelo and the last second pulled back up and freaked out and went back into the air because they had had a private pilot come in and talk him how to land. And at the very last second, he went back into the sky and did not actually land and then
2: landed an hour and a half later or whatever it was. So <laughs> says, we've lost our minds. I, 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 I'm That's not fair. S- it, it's more than fair. I, I'm not saying that it, that was, and that was my thought actually as I stopped and contemplated what I just heard, because I'd never heard that before. I thought, is it crazy that I at least consider this? I at least consider this to be true, and that this could have happened, and that 20 some odd years later, it's still a secret. And what I thought to myself was, and this is the damage I think that's been done the last few years to people, I consider myself quasi-sane, that three years ago I wouldn't have believed any of that. Now I'm like, mm, I don't know, maybe.
3: I mean, I can get behind. I, this This one, I'm not there yet at all, but I can get behind conspiracy theories occasionally. And go, well, oh, I mean, look,
2: there's one that definitely happened. I mean, you heard Mark Zuckerberg tell Joe Rogan that the FBI and stuff yeah. came to him and said basically to cover up this laptop thing. Yeah. I'm not getting in politics, but like it's like, whoa, really? Wow.
3: I mean, as you know, I think the NFL rigged Reggie Bush to the Saints. I know you do. I do. And
2: stuff happens. Legitimately, I, like I mean, it. yeah. <laughs> to save a franchise. And all they had to do was get Houston to just take Mario Williams, who's a good player. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Kept the Saints in San
3: Antonio, potentially. I mean, out of San Antonio,
2: potentially. Yeah, because San Antonio probably didn't want a team in San Antonio and Houston. And Dallas. Yeah,
3: we're going to talk to Cub. We're going to do the D.B. Cooper thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I want to do the D.B. Cooper thing. Frankly,
3: I need to be a little more well-versed to make it a decent podcast. Well, I
2: do, too. I've got to, That's sit, the part I've of the got to sit down and read it, and it's just been hard to find the time. Because he,
3: he, I mean, in all seriousness, he might be one of the like the ten most experts in the world on this situation, so he uh, he would overwhelm me if I'm not at least somewhat knowledgeable on this topic. Um. Frankly his email talking about getting him on intimidated me, so I need to Yeah. Like gonna get gonna need a minute here. That S C minus nine versus Stanford makes you feel like Vegas is like winking at you. Going, go ahead, jump on the Trojans. Go ahead. I've at it.
2: But Stanford will cover the nine. I'm mean, just say it,
3: that's a weird line.
2: He's a hell of a good coach.
3: Yeah, that's kinda of like going, hey yeah, go ahead.
2: My guy at Stanford. He's a hell of a good coach. Yeah, Dave Shaw. Yeah, I'm just reading the thread.
3: Von Miller got Stafford. Is that what happened?
2: Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, there he is. It's almost like Von Miller's still really good.
4: Oh. Oh. (sighs)
3: That was not a good moment there for the tackle. Oh. Oh, God.
2: Oh. Not even a little bit. Oh, yeah, not even, nope. Mm, it's going to be a bad day in film. But you are out there on the aisle in 101 with some space between you and you go, this is not going to end well. Well, just a guy like that, I mean, he's so talented. I mean, watch this move right here. It's on, on your screen. I, I mean, it's like he, it's like he disappeared on him for a minute. It's like the offensive tackle's like, well, here he is, and there he's he's not there anymore. I'm just throwing away. <laughs> only one rain. Yeah, I cannot have but one rain body fuel. I only have it. I only have it on the days we do the show. Oh, you don't take three or four. Mm-mm. I like him on Thursday though, because I'm kind of kind of bouncing anyway and it just sort of just like I feel like Tyler has one every day yeah I think he probably does he combines them with like a dip or something and I'm like dude I don't know how you sit still how far does Caleb Williams take USC I don't know I'd like to watch a little bit more
3: I mean their schedule's not yes. tough I mean but I don't
2: know yeah 10
3: and 2 9
2: and 3 Pac-12 sucks yeah whatever
3: we're not going 12 and 0.
2: No, probably not.
3: Um, anything else? I
2: don't know. I mean,
3: Big Central Arkansas week. We'll break it down, <laughs> dive into the too deep.
2: Just concerned about the weather. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't want to be there till two in the morning. You don't want the delay. I don't want to be in the stadium till two in the morning. That that sounds miserable. Because well, it would miserable. be miserable. Yes. Yes.
3: Bill's getting the ball back up seven. Getting to be late third quarter there in the NFL opener. Buffalo's in
2: pretty good shape at the moment. All right, we'll uh, we'll stop there. Thanks to everybody for being uh, in the stream. Thanks to all the people who called. Thanks to Ben Mintz, Barstool Sports, for joining us in hour number one. As Chase said, we'll put this in uh, two podcasts, and hopefully we'll get our podcast situation straightened. Really encourage you to download Spotify. Please make our uh, subscribe to our our thread follow it our not our thread our feed everything that we've published is is there so uh, there's lots of stuff also go to our YouTube channel if you don't mind hit the like button leave a five-star review etc we'd appreciate it Chase will have uh, the MPW digital postgame show I will be a guest, so will Brian Rippey, so will Jeffrey Wright. We'll talk about Ole Miss and Central Arkansas, and realistically we'll talk about other things as well because, I mean, if we're really talking about Ole Miss and Arkansas. We're going to so need
3: to cool. kind of move it around a little bit. It's the, it's, the, it's the perfect, if we're still talking about this game.
2: If we're still talking about this game Saturday night, something went terribly wrong, frankly.
3: Well, yeah, I hope I'm talking to you on hey, BYU, I'll be damn looking at How that. How about that, yeah.
2: Yeah. And then we'll be back on Monday with uh, another edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Get started with yet another week as we get ready for Ole Miss and Georgia Tech next Saturday in Atlanta. So, um, (laughs) Brian says, Iowa wins 10-7, scores five safeties. I'll take it. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. 10-7 win over the Cyclones. Actually, I need more than that. I need at least another point. You do need three. I need six safeties. Yes. All right, we'll stop there. Uh, Good luck to everybody's teams. If you're driving to Oxford or wherever over the course of the weekend, please be safe, and uh, we will talk to you again Saturday night and then on Monday morning here on MPW Digital. Good night.